There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Fangirl Zone. I am Sean Fangirl S and joining me today is Miss Jessica. Hello again. We are talking Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency on BBC America. We are on episode two now. Mm-hmm. No so. weird, crazy numbering system like Preacher. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen, you must explain that at some point. All right, so episode two, Lost and Found. Todd is drawn further into the case as they learn more about the friends who captured Patrick Spring's daughter, Lydia. Mysterious characters take a step closer to a collision. Okay. This one was weird. It was super weird. It was way weirder than the first one. But it made more sense. I feel like mo- I feel like mostly yeah. But then sort of like it was a little like less cohesive even. I don't know in a weird way. <laughs> well, we got a new person, mm-hmm. Aaron Douglas, who you may remember from several other other movies and TV shows. Oh my gosh, he has been in. He was in I Zombie, uh, The Flash, X Files, The Returned. Oh my gosh, there's so much. And I'm trying to think because he had like a weird eye in one. I'm trying to remember what what one that was in. Hemlock Grove, The Killing. It's going to come to me like after we start talking more about it. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. He didn't have a weird eye in that, but he was in that. That's mm-hmm. why I remember him more. Being um, Chief Galen Tyrell. I knew it was going to come to me. Um, anywho... Where were we? Oh, yeah. So he's in it, and he's a whole weird character, which we're finding out more about these strange characters, because as we were talking about last episode, Farrah was trying to get loose. Um, She finally breaks the headboard, which I want to rewind. Why was she not screaming and yelling when there was six, like, officials outside? You know, cops, FBI. That's a good point. Why weren't you screaming then? No, you wait until everybody's gone. But whatever. She wakes up and there's all these weird people around her and they're like, oh, we're going to do things to you. And they shock her and then take her away. And we have no idea. At mm-hmm. least they're not going to kill her because they do say, oh yeah, the guy who had you likes to do that. Mm-hmm. But then that's it. We're going to show you the light. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Weird. So the end of last episode, which I'm sorry we failed to mention, uh, Todd after seeing the corgi for, like, the third time that day. Grabs it. Grabs it and sees the collar, takes it back to the house, which is actually Gordon Rimmer's house, played by Aaron Douglas. And he sees the girl Lydia Springs, who's been all over. She's been missing. Mm-hmm. And she kind of looks, but she's got this weird, like, attitude. Like, not trying to get away, just kind of looking, like, who's at the door? What's up? Yeah. What's going on? Very strange. So he tells Dirk about it. They go to investigate. They're hiding behind a bush, which I find amusing. How are you hiding? Really, there's like nothing else on the street, and you're hiding behind a freaking bush. 
and somehow this works. And then they low-key ninja roll into the closing garage door, which is fantastic. How do you not pay attention? Like, okay, maybe... Who closes the garage door on their homie? Anyway, I don't think... Dude was weird. I mean, obviously, he has got a, he's got a weird thing going on. But So then they're hiding in the bathroom, which is freaking brilliant, because that always works. <laughs> right? Always. I mean, have they never seen a scary movie ever? Right. It's a terrible idea. I feel like in these shows, like, nobody has seen any kind of zombie mm-hmm. or scary movies. Totally it's true. Weird. But they keep looking, and they're trying to figure out, they're like, oh my god, there's the girl. The girl is acting like a dog. Yes. Which is very strange. And the dog is kind of acting like a dog, but kind of not acting like a dog. Right. Kind of ignoring everything. hmm And the guy, Gordon Rimmer, is on the phone talking about how, don't worry, they'll take care of it. They'll kill so- somebody. hmm It's like, what is going on? And Dirk comes up with this idea, because they accidentally set the house on fire. Right. And his phone goes off. Todd's phone goes off. And because obviously case. breaking into a house, you're going to leave your phone phone on. And it's funny because Dirk actually says that. You he didn't, didn't silent your phone? So brilliant. It's totally true. It's like, oh, that would have been a good idea. So they go out through the window. Dirk grabs the corgi, jumps out the window. Because mm-hmm. the corgi's important because Todd's seen it multiple times. That's all he knows, but he doesn't know. It's true. It's true, but I mean, in a burning in a burning situation, I'm probably going to save the dog, too. Yeah. Not the guy who's talking about killing people. Right. And who is trying to shoot you through a door all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Exactly. After Dirk throws all his business cards at him. <laughs> I didn't know business cards could possibly be a defense. Obviously, I need to carry more of mine just in case. Like ninja stars or whatever? Absolutely. You, Maybe you, I should you, sharpen the edges. I don't know. Can I do that? Dip them in metal? I don't know. Some weird, like, poison from like, the height of a In case you get a paper cut from my... You might die. Watch out. My business cards might I'm be very cutting. potent neurotoxin. <laughs> it's very, very weird conversation we're having. Oh, gosh. It was, it was kind of a weird, strange episode. It so, was. That's fair. But like I said, it wasn't as weird as the first one. This does actually ex- explain more. We get more about people. We find out that there's some... Oh, God, what was it? It was a musician that the guy, Gordon, seems to be obsessed with. Mm-hmm. But the same man disappeared X amount of years ago, and they don't know why. And Dirk is like, oh, I wonder if it's connected. I wonder if he has, he, as in Gordon, also has this guy, Lex something, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Lux. Lux, yeah. And I, is it this episode that we find out who these people are? I'm getting confused because I watched them all in a row. I think it was the third. Okay. Then we won't go into that. But you will find out who these people are and why they're so strange. We'll kind of find out. A bit, yeah. Yeah. But they take off. They have the corky. Dirk is like, no, the dog's important. Everything's connected. It's like, stop saying that. Because I keep saying it. Mm-hmm. But it's great. Because... The guy has to vacate the house, and he has to take Lydia outside then. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if Lydia is willingly there or what the deal is, but we do find out that Dirk has the idea that the <laughs> Gordon... I'm sorry, I'm laughing because this is the stupidest idea. That he was... Ca- she was captured by people who hypnotized her to be a dog and hypnotized the dog to be a person. And that's why he starts talking to the dog, 
And he's like, are you Lydia? Yes. Not even like bark once for yes and twice for no. You know, it's just yes. Like suddenly you can talk to dogs. I, and this is where I had the very Doctor Who feel. You know, it's like, of course I can talk babies. Uh, yes, I speak everything. <laughs> um, no, it was good. And I thought that that was interesting, like an interesting thing that happened when later, you know, Dirk, not Dirk, um, Todd? Like, Todd is saying, I saw a face on the dog. Like, there's a face. Yes, because at, at some point they get a phone call saying, meet us on the bridge or your friend will be killed and bring the dog. Mm-hmm. So they're they're assuming it's going to be a switch. They're assuming right. we give you your dog that you love or something, and you give us this girl that you kidnapped, and we, you know, everybody walks away. It's all right. But no. So then Todd's like, well, I'm going to, you know, I've got some sort of leverage. Goes to, like, throw the dog, you know, like, or pretend he's going to throw the dog in over the river. The, into the river. And all of a sudden, see, the dog speaks in a female voice, and he sees a woman's face. Which happens to be Lydia's face. Yes. And then he freaked out and dropped the then dog in the, the river. Which is the worst thing you can possibly do. It was fantastic. But the fact that he does this, uh, Gordon kind of freaks out. And because he kept arguing with him. No, give me the dog. He's like, no, give me the girl. Wait, we didn't make that promise. Well, then why are we here? But this is when, and i got to back this up because we jumped ahead. The best line. And I was laughing. And I had to pause it because I was laughing for a good, like, two minutes because I'm such a nerd. Dirk and Todd are in the car with the dog. And Todd's like, the guy's going to have a gun. What are we going to do? And he's like, well, that's why I brought this. And Dirk shows him a knife. He goes, you know what they say about bringing a knife to a gunfight? And Todd said, yeah, it's a bad idea. He goes, oh, is that what that means? I never understood. It was the stupidest joke. But I was in the... And you're laughing now. I was laughing and it was a good two minutes, and I had to pause it, and my husband was watching this with me, and he was cracking up, because after him not understanding the first one at all, and they just kind of throw that line out there, it just made me feel like he is so naive, mm-hmm. and like he just really has no clue what anything means, and I loved it, and it was just the best thing. Well, no, it was, it was very similar to, um, we got more of... The, the female counterpart of Dirk, the girl. Bart. Bart. And, uh, the gentleman. Mm-hmm. No, I can't remember his name either. I'm gonna, it's gonna be, it'll be at least Ken. three or, Ken. It's gonna be three or four episodes before I really, like, feel like I know who these people are. <laughs> um, where we get so much more about her, like, oh, you know, uh, you know, we should just kill him. And he, no, we can't kill him, he's helping us. Oh, yeah, it's because their car breaks down. Yeah. We haven't gotten to them yet. And, uh... The little bonds over there. They're driving... Well, no, there was a specific thing that she says that I thought was really pertinent, and I've lost it in in my, you know, forgetting everyone's names. Darn it. Well, we'll jump over them. They're they're in a car. They're they're driving, and all of a sudden the car dies. And Ken's like, are, are we going to try to fix it? And she's like, no, this is where it's meant to stop. It'll fix itself and go. And he's like, that's not that's how not things how work. Goes. No, you know what? And that, that is exactly what I meant, because Dirk seems to be super naive and, like, almost not have a great handle on, like, the reality of situations, mm-hmm. where she's, and I think this might even have been from the first episode, or maybe it was a flashback, I feel like it all has run together, because I watched them both together, um, where she's yelling at him, like, why didn't you say you weren't Dirk Gently? And he's like, because I don't know who that is! Yeah, that was in the first he, one, Why yeah. are you running? You have a machete and you're covered in blood! I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yes. 
is a reasonable, reasonable reaction. Yes. But I feel like, yeah, the two of them, it's just they're slightly removed from, oh, yeah, that's the normal way a person would react. Yes. But Which I, like I think we see that in episode three. Do we have... No, we mm-hmm. have the guy... Okay, because they're, they're talking about the song, right? Mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys? Or was that in this, the third one? I have no idea what you're Okay, talking. that might be in the third one. No idea. Um... Because, yeah, the car breaks down and some random motorcycle guy comes and he's fixing the car for them. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's the carburetor. I can fix this for you. And she's like, can I kill him now? Let's kill him. It's like, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, she's just, you know, bound and determined to kill this guy. But she does mention that she's only killing people who are meant to be killed because of how they are, how they act in time streams. I think is what it was, it's and it was like odd. really, you know, odd and kind of awkward. But it seemed to work out because by the time the guy was done fixing the car, he's like, "Okay, so you know I'm taking the car, right?" As Ken is trying to be like, "Dude, run, run! You don't understand." He's trying to help him, and this rando guy is like, "Oh no, I'm going to kill you guys." We've done this to ten other couples, and we've cut up their bodies, and then cut up the car for parts, and sold them off. What the heck? This was the worst thing you could have come up with at this particular moment in time. Mm -hmm. It would have almost been better to have the preacher moment where we don't know if it's, you know, Jesus helping them all of a sudden. Right. Or what the situation is. But no, you have a rando guy who decides he's going to kill you. And apparently him and whoever else that he's working with, they're, you know, basically serial killers. Creepy. And it makes me wonder if somehow they try to break these cars down, which I don't know how they would do that. Because he's the only one there, and he doesn't come up right away. Yeah, it's true. It's weird, but apparently just luck out. Well, and it wasn't like it was a... If, if they were driving a newer car, like if they were running around in the, like, hotshot car that Dirk was driving... Yeah, that's true. I would say maybe they had, like, an EMP or something that ki- that fried the computer system. But mm. it's an old car, so I... Yeah, I don't really know. I guess know. they just figure people break down or flat tire Get or lucky. something. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But then, of course... She does end up killing him after he tries to shoot her and nothing happens. She doesn't get hit. Mm-hmm. And then when she actually walks right up to him and he puts the gun to her head, like all of a sudden there's no bullets. Yeah, click, there's, click, click. Yeah. It's like it's like he's firing blanks or he's firing nothing. Like there's nothing in the chamber. Which Ken asks about and she's like, No, no, I can't be hurt. Now Dirk never says this. No, but but you wonder if it's similar because he also has been in very, very situ like Various situations that have been super dangerous. He does which not he have, was shot at in this episode. Would not hit. Not hit. Doesn't seem to have the normal human reaction of freaking out. Right. Which leads me to believe that either this happens to him all the time <laughs> and whatever, or this happens to him all the time and nothing hurts him. I don't know. I think even if it happened all the time, you, I mean, even Superman kind of flinches, doesn't he? Right, yeah. You could really see ducks when he, they throw the gun at him. Right. It's like, ah, the gun, that's my weakness. Oh. <laughs> So, it, it was strange, and this is the moment where you have both of them flashing from Dirk and Todd to Bart and Ken, saying, I understand now, I'm meant to be here, you know, you're right, mm-hmm. you know, like this, it, it was, it was so weird that it was just these mirror image moments. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's actually in the next one. Ken thinks he's supposed to be there, like he starts thinking he's supposed to be there. Todd kind of thinks he's supposed to be there. Okay. But episode three, we actually get them. 
Okay, cool. Like realizing they're supposed to be there at that moment with with their counterpart, Dirk and Bart. But it's kind of weird because these two just don't seem to have anything in common. And you wonder how they are even related, or not related, connected. Connected. Everything's connected. We're going to get something because she has to kill Dirk gently and we don't know why. She doesn't know why. No, she. it's like she she almost is, she just woke up one day and had to kill him. And she knew, she says something about then she'll be a piranha. Right. Because like, right mean? now she's a leaf in the stream of time. Very Doctor Who. It's it was the weirdest the mix of Doctor the time Who, stream the leaf of the time stream and i kept I, I was like this close to being like if she says i'm a leaf on the wind i'm <laughs> oh, done with this show already <laughs> oh that would hurt my heart too it, much no it's serenity it's too mean wash. don't don't bring up wash don't bring up wash but uh no it was very it was very strange and it was very almost, what's that Jet Li movie where he has to keep killing himself in alternate dimensions? Oh, I know what you're talking about, and I'm blanking the on The one. It. Yes. Yes, yes. To um, try to get to the perfect Right, because moment. he keeps, he yeah, he keeps assimilating more power and more as as the rest of him, like, it's like, it's almost like his power is diluted between all of his selves, and as he kills them, then he, he becomes yes. more powerful. Although um, we don't think that's what's happening with Dirk. No, 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 because they're not, they're clearly not the same person. But they're clearly, like, it It would be almost so sci-fi if they were, like, brother and sister or something like that. Like, there's some familial relationship, you know. Okay, that... so major spoiler right here, but I'm not going to exactly say it. You're going to find out in episode three Why they're a connecting? connection. Okay, cool. Yes, that's all I'm saying. So that's all you have to watch through episode three. That's as far as we got anyway. But it's it's got this weird stuff, and then... All of a sudden, the Rowdy Three, mm-hmm. after Michael Eklund's character was really studying Todd's sister's picture that he took for whatever reason, mm-hmm. kind of are stalking his sister. That was weird for me, and I feel like that was, like, that made me more uncomfortable than anything in the show. Yes. I was like, listen, she's nice. It's not her fault. Please leave her alone. Right. And because of her disease, she is almost, uh, I don't know what it's called, when they're afraid she's to go outside. She's almost like a hermit. She's... Yeah. They're afraid to leave the home. But she's decided because Dirk said, well, if you have this problem and it follows you anywhere, why do you have to be at home? Right, yeah. It's going to happen. And it's like it never dawned on her. Yeah, if it's going to happen at home, it's going to happen anywhere. So she decides to go to the store. And she's like, okay, this is happening. I can get through this. Wait, is this in this episode or am I jumping ahead? I think you've gone Oh, God, I've jumped ahead. No big deal. But, But we do see her. We do see several. She's going outside, though. We do see several of her, yeah, the wind blows and her hands are covered in ice. And And these guys are outside and she's all of a sudden just like in the garage jamming and you see them like, you don't see them, but they're like, you hear them yelling and like jumping against the inside of the van. Mm -hmm. They're creepy van that Jason said, does it have free candy and on like sprayed on the side? So true. Because it's just this creepy looking van. And she calls and says, you were trying some dudes, creepy ass dudes in a van. Like, try, trying to figure out what was going on. And doesn't really ever get a response, I don't think. So sorry, I jumped ahead. It's fine. But there's some happen. really good moments in the next episode. Though. We'll get to that. I'm sorry. I won't jump ahead again. I hope. Um, yeah, it was just really good that... And random. That she, after all this time, even though she's on her meds, which are very expensive, that of all the people she listens to, she listens to Dirk, somebody she doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. So that seemed odd, but 
I feel like that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need that. You need somebody who's not close to the situation. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fresh pair of eyes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Which happens at work all the time. Oh, yeah, oh, a hundred times. You know, and it's so funny because it's, I feel like it's the perfect example of that eureka, like, you know, somebody else, like, somebody else, or you step away from it for a minute, you just, you know, like, I, I feel like I do this, I'll look, I will not deliberately do it, but, like, look right at something and not see it, because I'm Mm -hmm. expecting in my head, it's not here. Right. So. You're expecting it to be some other shape, form, whatever. Exactly. And so, I think that's good, that he's getting her out. He's helping the family. Mm -hmm. We don't really know about his parents, or, I mean, not Dirk's parents, um, the Todd and, oh my gosh, I'm saying her real name, that's Amanda's parents, the Bratzman. We don't have any idea what's going on with them yet. We just, we just we know won't. they were, we just know they at one point were moderately well off, well enough to afford this crazy medication for, uh, for Todd. Todd. But then when her sis, when he was out of college and his sister starts getting ill, they no they longer really have, have the ability yes. to do so. And he, and I almost want to, like, I was wondering and I'm waiting for him to say something about, like, where he's like, she just needs to take her medicine. And Dirk was like, well, you got over it. So there's, like, hope for her. And he seemed like he was as close to being like, no. there's." I know. It makes me wonder if he didn't have anything wrong with him. Or, or if he's, or if, you know, maybe he did get better, but he's the only one that's ever happened to or something. Like it's something a trial. Really yeah, I don't know. Weird. I'm one, yeah, I'm hoping yeah. they, they explore that a little more mm-hmm. because we don't really know what's happening and I want to know. I mean, just why? No, yeah. And it's, I mean, it does seem like it's like exactly what Dirk says. Like it gives her a little bit of hope. Like she just says, she's like, well, if I just keep taking my meds, you know, I can get better too. And Dirk just seems like, or not Dirk, uh, Todd just seems like he's thinking, no. Can I say these are amazing meds, too? Because when she has an episode and she takes it, it helps right away. I take an Excedrin and it takes a good 20 minutes to kick in. I'm like, come on, I need something to kick in as fast as her meds did. You know, I wonder... Apparently I need TV time to happen when I get a migraine. It's true. Or maybe they're buccal. Maybe they're under the tongue. I mean, because the, then it does hit your well, cholesterol. It sounded like she was crunching too, but it looked um, like it was a capsule, which was weird. Yeah, they say they say uh, if you're inhaling because it gets to the your bronchial airways pretty quickly, or like the buccal stuff is pretty like ODT mm-hmm. stuff's good. But yeah, if it's going through your digestive tract, that would be track, oral disintegrating. If you're wondering, yeah, fun fact. Um, if it's going through your digestive tract, you're taking it's taking forever. Your body has to like dissolve. Actually, all. you know how things get in your system even faster through other mucous membranes. I'll are just we, leave it at that. Are we talking about, like, snorting stuff? No. I'm not going to do not, it. Well, yeah, apparently you can't do that. But I was thinking, you know, nether regions. Oh. Because they actually did that on Man Cow once. Interesting. They did a wine enema. He was drunk off his... Yeah. Um, I've heard nurses, <laughs> nurses upon nurses say that anything you can take orally, you can take anally, yeah. and I don't want to ever test that out. Yeah, neither do I. And apparently in another nether region. We're going to leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> I don't want to test I these. No, I bet nobody really, really thought when they tuned in to episode <laughs> two of they were going to hear about taking meds up your butt. Or what other other... Or vaginally. <laughs> other regions. Anyway. Fun well, facts. I feel like we've, we've missed something. Oh, the cop dialogue. Oh my gosh, the back and forth. You guys just have to tune in for nothing else but this weird Comedy gold. Yes. 
it's because good. it's very Stooges episode where they're they're finishing each other's sentences and just going back and forth like, oh my gosh, what is this? And I can't believe this is gone. Da da da. It it is just cracking me up, and you have it on all sides. Mm-hmm. It's true because we have the moment with the FBI guys. Would that make us our their bitch if we called them? No. So we'll just follow them because it's weird. Yeah. But that doesn't make us the rich. No. We can just do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? I swear to all that's holy, if this is a representation of our U.S. federal agents, we are in big trouble. <laughs> we're totally up. Oh, we're screwed. But they were fun. They're great. I mean, they're they're hands down the funniest part of the show. I think like Dirk has a has some funny stuff to say, but like their back and forth and banter is yes is the cops, the FBI, Absolutely. the secret black ops. I'm just gonna keep calling them black ops. You're saying CIA. I may I'm have call- missed I'm that. I'm calling it CIA. I I feel like I feel like it's too it's too right in front of us that he keeps Dirk keeps saying, oh well, I lied. It's not really the CIA. Yes, it is. It's the CIA. I'm, like, convinced. And then the dude had, like, the military-inspired thing on. I'm Secret like, government agent. Yes, yeah, shady men in black. We'll call it, like, black shields. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Black star. The dark web. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> but, anyway, I don't know. Did we miss anything else in this one? Oh, yes, we did. One of the FBI agents get killed. One is still alive. And in, then in the when... hands of, uh... Yes, this uh, Gordon Rimmer and these other weird people, like Ned Zed... Ed, Ted, Ed. Yes, they they all had weird rhyming names, and all of a sudden, Gordon asked them, oh, do you want to be an s- undercover a, agent? Yeah. A secret secret spy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is going on? What are you talking about? It's true. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this guy, mm-hmm. and if we're still in any way going to have that awesome banter. I feel like no, because those, the, we're going to call them the Eds, because everything started with something but had an E.D. Mm-hmm. They seemed very, just, I don't know, like they weren't all there. Yeah, exactly. Like, very, yeah, I agree with you. Almost just like they're clones of clones or something, you know, right. where it's like, they're just going to be all happy and repeat stuff and it's not going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's going to be building. At this point, the only other thing we have learned is Todd found a lottery ticket, which ends up being worth $10,000. Mm-hmm. And Dirk's like, see, look at the universe is providing for you right now. Which he says it'll help him pay for his car repair and his... A place to live and his sister's meds. Yes. So these are all good things. Yeah. Although I feel like $10,000 wouldn't go that far, but... Not if she's, she's going to need $600 a month for her Right. Because those medicine. meds are supposed to be expensive. But then again, I mean, he doesn't have a landlord currently because his landlord died. So, well, they can fix up his place and I guess he's living rent-free till somebody else comes in. That's true. And really, I mean, I don't... If Dirk's around, you don't really need the car. Right. I mean, you might die when he's driving, but... It's a very nice car. Oh, it's really, really great. Uh, I don't know. I think that was about it. And I know we jumped around a lot. Sorry, because Jess got excited about one thing, so we had to jump around. I do, I'm but sure. But th- this one kind of goes back and forth. But, like we said, so far we've had strange, almost dark mirror images between... Bart and Ken, mm-hmm. and Dirk and Todd. And yes. we'll see how that goes. And I almost failed to mention, Farah is safe. <laughs> and Farah knows Dirk. But we don't know why Farah knows Dirk. But she was looking for him. Yes. We remember, he remembers seeing her through the peephole. 
So that yeah, that was that did come up. That's interesting. Yes. So we will see where this goes. So we want to hear from you. Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet with us at I am Jetta five two eight. Jessica isn't on Twitter that often, but I've been trying a little bit more with exciting things that have been happening in real life. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, J Histrionics. But I, but I do I do answer messages and I do check that out. I'm also on Tumblr. I'll be following the hashtag Dirk Gently's uh, Holistic Detective Agency. So I'll be tracking stuff if that's anybody really wants big. to share. Or just that's hashtag Dirk Gently. I'm sure she'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys have any awesome Dirk Gently art, which I know people have already done fan art, if you don't mind us sharing it on both the website and on Facebook. We'd love to. Yes, send it to us. And uh, fanfic. I'll, I'll start looking for fanfics. It's my fave. And Jess will be on Tumblr, as always. She she gets lost on the Tumblr. That's like Jess's dark web. It's black hole. It's a black hole of nothingness that sucks your life away. And when the when you stare long into the abyss, the abyss stares back into you. <laughs> I'm on Pinterest with cookies. Pinterest is delicious. And but it, I just miss it hungry. <laughs> I know. That's why I pay. And seeing as we're already in November, gosh, that's a little just like depressing that we're already there. Jess and I, every year, for any of our listeners, we do do a holiday card. So if you want to get a holiday card from us, which won't happen for at least a month. I'd say a month. Shoot us your email. We'll send you a digital card. And, of course, you know, Hollow Nine's doing that, too. So Mm -hmm. if you're enjoying anything, any of our stuff, and any of our stuff over on Hollow Nine, that's H-O-L-L-O-W, the number nine, I-N-E. It's kind of weird. You'll get used to it. Um, We're going to do a whole big group one over there, too. So just shoot them an email. But everything you want, you can find on fangirlzone.com. All of our info Shoot us information, or shoot us your information if you want it. Shoot us your ideas. What do you think of what all the books are, if you want us to read the books. If you think this is something that's definitely a good book to screen that we can do later, let us know. If you're seeing something glaring that we're missing, yeah, let us know. And if maybe you want to join us on one of these in the future, let us know. Mm -hmm. Fangirlsonpodcast at gmail.com. So, for episode two, which is really numbered episode two. Yes, we're on that still, sorry. I am Sean Fangirl S. And Jess. And until next time. See you.